Welcome to Healthy Habits, Happy Homes with the Guelph Family Health Study, where we share research and practical tips for applying it to your own family. Each week, we'll bring you evidence-based health information from experts. Our quick tips will help you create healthy habits for a happy home. Welcome to Healthy Habits, Happy Homes podcast. My name is Catherine, and I'm here with my co-host, Eli. Hi, everyone. This is the first episode of our podcast, and we are so excited to bring you trusted health information that you and your family can actually use to help you be healthier now and in the future. Today's podcast is all about routines and how they can help your family establish healthy habits that last a lifetime. Jess Haynes from the Guelph Family Health Study is here to help us learn more about what the research says about routines and how to start new ones. Jess is the mom of two and the Associate Director of the Guelph Family Health Study at the University of Guelph. Her research focuses on promoting healthful behaviours among preschool-aged children and their families. So welcome Jess. Uh, Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here and I'm so excited that you guys are taking this on. Thanks. So to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about the Guelph Family Health Study and what it aims to do? Sure. So the Guelph Family Health Study is a family-based study where we follow families with children's 18 months to five years over time. And we really have two main goals. Uh, The first is to understand what early life risk factors are for uh, the development of chronic disease. But the other really important goal is to help us identify how we can help families families with young children develop healthy habits early in life. And that's exactly what this podcast is aimed to do, is to share some of that research from the Guelph Family Health Study. So why do you think families should consider having routines? So there's sort of three main benefits of family routines. Uh, The first one is a real benefit for the children, and specifically thinking about their socio or emotional development. So routines um, make life predictable for young children and it can make them, as a result, feel sort of safe and secure. Mm. So as a result, it's really helpful as they develop confidence because they know what to expect. The second benefit is for parents. So one of the things that's surprising to me as a parent is how often I have to hear my own voice repeatedly ask my children to do something. Yeah. (laughs) Right? And routines help um, sort of establish what's expected of children Mm -hmm. and with the idea that they will be more likely to do things without sort of that repeated constant reminders. They'll know what it's expected. That's the routine. They'll do it. Less frustration I can... Yes, yes. (laughs) Hopefully less frustration for parents and for children, actually, Mm -hmm. by knowing what's expected. The third benefit is related to health. So routines related to sleep, uh, physical activity, and eating can help establish healthy habits early in life that can last a lifetime. Uh, Research shows that children who establish healthy eating and activity habits early in life are much more likely to continue doing those behaviors later in childhood, into adolescence, as well as into adulthood. And these healthful behaviors, of course, lead to lower risk of chronic disease, things like type 2 diabetes, um, heart disease, etc. So Mm -hmm. really important uh, health benefits of creating these healthy routines early in life. Mm -hmm, Because it's easy. The habit's already ingrained. You don't have to learn it as an adult. Absolutely. If you're used to, um, if every day you sit down to have dinner, you're used to having vegetables on the side, you will continue doing that as you, as you know, that will be what dinner dinner looks like to you. Yeah, and that sounds like a really good example of what a family routine sounds like, but what are some other really typical family routines that young families um, can, can start today? 
great. When we're thinking about those health routines that are really critical, research shows us that sleep, um, having regular um, adequate sleep is one key. Um, um, reducing screen time, so having uh, minimal sitting or uh, sedentary time okay. on front of a screen. I'm um, thinking about uh, adequate physical activity, so moving your body. Um, and then when we think about diet, one of the things that can happen daily that we know is associated with a better um, dietary outcomes is having regular family meals. Interesting. So there's quite a few things that we could start now when our families are early to sort of have those um, long-term health benefits that you were talking about. So if we think about sleep, what is the benefit of sleep for families with young children? Like why that routine specifically? Absolutely. And sleep is um, sort of uh, a newer area of research when we think about health. Certainly there was lots of work around people who um, had very disrupted sleep or sort mm -hmm. of sleep disturbances. But more and more we're seeing that sleep and having adequate sleep is really a preventive thing, something really helpful um, so, so for supporting health uh, broadly. So we certainly have seen some um, strong associations with developing um, heart disease risk, mm -hmm. obesity risk, etc. But when we're thinking about kids, there's also other really important um, associations with sleep. So things like um, getting adequate sleep sleep can facilitate learning and memory for children. Um, it boosts immune function, so it helps prevent them from getting those um, uh, colds as they come through yeah. school. And also can improve mood and behavior, which of course makes it easier for parents too. Yeah. Just like us, yeah. when you don't get enough sleep, it's harder to sort of keep it all together. Yeah. Uh, similar for kids. If they've had adequate sleep, they're more likely to be able to sort of handle some of the challenges yeah. throughout the day. Less sleep seems to make everything harder. <laughs> Absolutely. And when we think about health behaviors, we also know that when kids and adults don't get enough sleep, the foods our body craves are often mm. um, the less healthful ones, right? High sugar, high fat. Um, the other thing, of course, is if you're not getting enough sleep, it's going to be less likely that what you feel like doing is being physically active and engaging in yeah. an activity. So these um, are, um, sleep has its own association, but there's also these indirect effects through diet as well as physical activity. Right, so it impacts some of the other routines that we might be trying to establish. So if we're not sleeping enough, maybe our routine around family meals isn't working as well because you know we're not feeling like serving those healthful foods or, or that type of thing absolutely you mm -hmm. got it so when we think about um, some of these other routines like screen time and physical activity what are the benefits for families for starting those types of routines great yeah so screen time is um uh like sleep has associations for some of our health outcomes so being more sedentary is associated with some of those chronic disease risks we talked about also with an increased risk of excess weight gain over time. Mm. But there's also, similarly, we see that kids who spend more time in front of the screen or do uh, less well in their school or academic studies. So there's, in addition to sort of some of our um, health outcomes, there's mm -hmm. also important other implications when we think about screen. Uh, likewise with physical activity. So finding an activity you like and enjoy can build confidence, mm -hmm. um, can help you feel, um, um, can help improve mood, reduce stress, um, in addition to sort of helping you maintain your cardiovascular health yeah. uh, as well. And then as we talked about thinking about family meals is really we know that research has shown that kids who have more regular family meals have better dietary intake. So they have more fruit and vegetable intake. They have lower intake of things like sugar-sweetened beverage. So that's a good routine to help establish and help um, kids see what does a healthy meal look like. Mm -hmm. So those are all great examples of how uh, we can incorporate routines in our daily lives to improve our health. But now let's talk about how all these busy families with young children can start a new routine today. So what are some ways in which they can actually start those new routines? 
Absolutely. One of the things we talk about when we work with families on sort of how to start when you're thinking about what you'd like to change around these routines, how to start. Well, one of the things is you all need to be on board together. Mm -hmm. So working together as a family to identify what are the things we'd like to change as a group. And the reason we do that, of course, is that if there's only one person in the family who wants to try to bring along everyone else, it's going to be less likely as a like less likely to be successful and instead of sort of like making this a team effort yeah so not only will everyone be on board but the other thing is to get help from everybody so when you're thinking about things like creating a family meal there may be a lot of steps involved mm -hmm. to make that happen so how can everyone participate and help the family reach that goal especially for super busy families it sounds like if everybody's on board then it's it doesn't seem like as much for one person then it kind of everybody has their job in their routine absolutely and then it's going to be more likely that they're going to families are going to be able to implement it and stick with it mm -hmm. uh, the other thing we always say is start simple you do not need to change all your these behaviors thank goodness. at one <laughs> yeah. time thank goodness. right think about what's important to your family think about what you think is feasible uh, um, achievable for your family and get going you know pick that one routine and then also be thoughtful about um, sort of what's a feasible goal to make mm -hmm. if you're not having any family meals now moving forward to seven meals or seven seven days a yeah. week is probably unlikely start small build on your successes and then you can move forward and um, implement more as as you have success behind you mm -hmm. the other thing we always tell families is to try and make it fun because you're going to be more likely to stick with something if it is fun so one of the things um, one of our families came up with is they created a board that said their goal and then they had a chart where they could put a sticker oh, or fun. put things that you yeah, know uh, allowed them to yeah. um, uh, sort of track how well they're doing. Another family um, created their own reward system so that if they did it for two weeks, yeah. then um, I think one of them was, you know, the, the kid could be the boss for an hour, you oh, know, and their family. Oh, that's so fun, right? yeah. So now everyone's engaged, it's more fun, and you're gonna be more likely to stick with it um, after you've uh, implemented it. I wonder if the families can have any type of goal for, in terms of how long should they aim to um, sort of keep a routine going before they sort of know that it's going to stick with them. Absolutely. Different people need different amounts of time for sure, mm -hmm. but research suggests that it can take up to two months for something to okay. become a habit that you're going to stick with. Sure. So certainly um, being um, patient with yourself, acknowledging that there's going to be various setbacks as, as, as different situations come up, but that getting back in, again, using those same tips, get everyone on board, make uh, a goal, uh, make sure it's feasible and work towards it. And then being, um, yeah, knowing that it is going to take some time before you sort of, it becomes second nature in your family. Yeah. Right. And if you fall off, I think that that's okay. What, it, what I hear you saying is that, you know, there will be bumps in the road and just kind of coming back to it and saying what worked before and how can we improve it if needed. Absolutely. And really um, being patient with yourself in that, um, uh, you know, 80% of the time is really a habit, you know, just because there's some yeah. days you can't do it doesn't mean that um, if your child's doing it most of the time, if you as a family are doing it most of the time, you're certainly um, um, setting those healthy habits, um, sort of uh, establishing those key healthy habits. Mm -hmm. And what I've really um, learned from this is it sounds like these habits not only have like direct um, health benefits in terms of um, chronic disease prevention, um, but it also sounds like um, psychosocially there's lots of benefits benefits for families in terms of coming together around routines. Absolutely. We, of course, at the Guelph Family Health Study, are focused much, uh, think much more about these health implications. But what's great is not only do we have um, these benefits related to child's health, but their social emotional, um, the sort of fu functioning of a family can also get improved um, by these routines. So there's benefits, as I said, not just for the children, uh, but for the families as a whole, which is great. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, now that we've talked about that, let's really dive into starting one routine. Okay, and so what are some really sort of simple steps that a family can follow when they're trying to create a routine? Sure. So um, I'm going to break this down thinking about each of the behaviors. Sure. sure. So when we think about sleep, as I mentioned, we want kids to get adequate sleep. So one of the key ways we can think about kids getting adequate sleep is by creating a sleep routine. Uh, research has shown that kids who have a routine often um, will fall asleep faster and in a deeper have a deeper sleep than okay. kids for whom it's a bit of a chaotic time. Mm -hmm. So thinking about um, uh, establishing a sleep routine, it can be what works for you. We tell families to keep it short. Um, kids will um, inevitably try to delay sleep and you'll yeah. end up with a 20 step yeah. uh, bedtime routine yeah. and a hundred stories <laughs> that's right that's right one of the ways we do it is the four b's so we do bath uh, having a bath brush your teeth read books and then that's it you're in bed um, so again trying to keep it simple um, don't let your kids you know waylay you too much because um, having a consistent and simple routine will help enhance the child's sleep um, duration as well as quality Mm -hmm. uh, when we think about screen time, some things about creating routines is again, every family's different. Um, screens can be useful for families because it keeps children occupied and allows children or allows parents to do things like you know get the cooking done or get a little bit of their own potential school mm -hmm. or work work done. Um, so we don't say, it's not that there's no screen time, but it's really being strategic about in your family's routine, what are the times for which your children really need to be mm -hmm. um, occupied? And then establishing um, uh, that that's the time they get to watch and that you know that the rest of the day is screen free and you're gonna find other things to do. Um, some other strategies that have worked for families is as opposed to TV, which just keeps going and continuing yeah. on, or even now Netflix, of <laughs> oh, course. Oh my goodness, that. are you still watching? Yes, yes I, I am. am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still there. Yeah. Um, so with your kids, it's a nice to say how many shows. Mm -hmm. um, uh, in my house, I can do that, but if I am being, going to be occupied, I then have to set a timer. And so that a few minutes before their, their time is yeah. up, I know that I'm going down uh, and um, letting them know that um, time is up. So that can be another way to sort of um, help um, have a defined end when we think about screen time. Mm -hmm, yeah. You know, you get to, you get two shows, you get one. And eventually, yeah. you don't have to come down and tell them, and they'll just know that they're going to be right. done. That's yeah. right. And children will say, "I've had my two shows," and next thing you know, they're sort of underfoot. So that's excellent. Yeah. Um, and again, you're exactly right. If you have this routine, then it's not you nagging; they mm -hmm. know what to do. Mm -hmm. Um, when we think about physical activity and establishing a routine there, uh, one of the main things we tell families is find something that you all enjoy doing and then yes, create it as part of your day. So when in your day could you do it? It could be something simple as a walk to the park and then we have a play at the park mm -hmm. um, uh, at some time in the day that works for you. Um, uh, is there a way you can incorporate your physical activity as part of your day? Is there, you know, is it possible that you could walk your kids to school or to their childcare mm -hmm. instead of um, driving? So something you enjoy, hopefully, because there's going to be more likely to do it. And then how can you fit it in a regular part of your day? Mm -hmm. So it sounds like make it make it as easy as it can be, right? Absolutely. And family meals is similar. We always tell families any meal counts. It doesn't have to be dinner. Um, it mm -hmm. can be any time that works. If you're a family that's up early um, by choice or by your children waking you up <laughs> yeah. and breakfast works better for you, sit down and enjoy a healthy breakfast with your child. Um, and also keep the meal simple. There is nothing... Um, you do not need a four-course meal in order to see the benefits of family meals. Having something simple, something you know um, everyone's going to enjoy, add a vegetable, make sure there's something 
protein source for them to eat. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the one um, that we fall back on in our house is eggs, toast, and a veg. You know, all the food groups. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, And then the other thing is um, trying to, again, if you incorporate your children in sort of helping planning that family meals, hopefully it makes it an easier routine to create. So your kids can help uh, set the table. Their kids can help clear the table at the end. It doesn't all have to fall on the parents, so there's actually a chance to get everyone engaged so that these um, habits become easier to do, uh, as well as lifelong habits. Mm-hmm. And I've also read that kids that are involved in the meal prep are more likely to eat the foods too, so perhaps the whole environment at mealtimes will be more positive if everyone's eating it, they've all helped make it, and then again, as you've said, it's something everyone enjoys. Absolutely. And there is strong research that says that kids who are engaged in in the prep, and of course that makes it, uh, as you said, so much easier as a parent, because there's nothing more disheartening than sitting down and them announcing that they don't like what's been prepped. Uh, And if they helped, um, helped in thinking about what's going to be served and then also help prep, absolutely they'll be more likely to try it. Well, Jess, we want to thank you so much for talking to us about routines, and I feel empowered to go and start my own routines today. Mm -hmm. I think we had some really helpful tips, and hopefully this is super helpful to our families in terms of thinking through what's important to them and and what um, health benefits they want to, to focus on. Excellent. Well, thanks again for having me. Hearing about the benefits of family routines from experts is one thing, but we wanted to find out from children in the Guelph Family Health Study why they find family routines to be helpful in their lives. I do take a bath. Yeah, and then what? I take a bath, bless baby, play, read a book, go to bed. Oh, I also bless you too. Huh? You read before you go to bed. You brush your teeth before going to bed. Okay. And I pray. And you pray. Okay. To God. That God. sounds like a great bedtime routine. Does that help you go to sleep? Yeah. Okay. When you do all that stuff, can you well, sleep? Well, I don't really go to sleep because I'm not even tired. Oh, okay. Um, so, we, we, we go up. Do you like having do you like having routines? Yeah. Yeah, well, what do you like about having routines? That happens over and over again. Yeah, so you know what's gonna happen each time, right? Does yeah. that does your bedtime routine help you fall asleep? A little bit. At the end of every Healthy Habits Happy Homes podcast, we like to give you some take-home points. And so from today's episode episode with Jess Haynes, we talked about routines. And so the first take-home point we want to give you is that routines are great for the whole family, for the parents and the kids. So start simple, begin with one routine, and feel comfortable with that before moving on to the next. Make sure that the routine is something that you choose, it's realistic, and it's meaningful for you. And once you've chosen your routine, Include the whole family, so that means getting your kids involved. Kids are more likely to be on board with the new routine when they're involved from the very start. 
And most importantly, have fun. Routines are meant to make things easier, so choose something and make it fun, whether it's a reward system with stickers or something that you do as a family for completing that routine each week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Healthy Habits, Happy Homes. We can't wait to have you tune in with us next week, but in the meantime, if you'd like to connect, you can visit our website, www.guelphfamilyhealthstudy.com, or visit us on Facebook at Guelph Family Health Study. Thanks and have a great week.